Game Boys. Hello, Internet, and welcome to the newest episode of the Game Boys podcast. My name is Lux. I am your host, and with me, as always, he doesn't come with the base game, but he's free downloadable content with subscription to Nintendo Online. It's Griffin Davis. Yeah, no loot boxes, just cosmetics that cost in-game crate shaped stuff. Good, great. We are off to a <laughs> rip roaring start. Um, did I kill the mood? No, yeah, no, no. I think you just elevated it, really. Yeah. Well, okay. So last week we were talking about how excited we were to get back to recording a regular episode, and we hadn't recorded a regular episode in so long. And now we're gonna do another not a regular episode today. But this one's exciting in a different way. No, I mean I'm not trying to say I'm not excited about it. I'm just saying it's funny that we just sort of like we were so stoked about going back to normal, and then we immediately are are fucking it up again. Well, in, in true Game Boy's fashion, we're about to recap and then release something about a week late, a week later than it should come out. Yeah, no, we are going to be, yeah, yeah, about a week behind on this one. But that's how we do it around here. <laughs> you know, it's, you're not here for the, for the up-to-date breaking news. You're here for the takes. Yeah, the hot takes that no one else is going to have in the intervening week between now and next one, next, when it comes out. So it's Wednesday, uh, 6.49 p.m. my time, Lux, and that means uh, E3 just ended. Well, it means 8.49 p.m. my time, Griffin, and yeah, E3 did just end. Yeah, uh, and so we have to do the job of uh, recapping it and deciding uh, what game won E3. I mean, someone has to do it, right? It's, and no one else on the internet has done it. It's obligatory and left undone, and so like many other dirt jobs that no one wants, it falls to me and Griffin. <laughs> yeah, I think Mike Rowe is at my door to interview me about dirty jobs. My crow. I uh, think it's Mike Rowe, right? It's yeah. Mike Rowe, like Mike and then R-O-W-E. Oh, I know, but it also sounds like yeah. Micro, like he's tiny. Yeah, Micro Mike. Micro Mike. Um, Mike, Mike the Mikey. Yeah, spool. You know, we've got a different kind of uh, Micro Mike uh, in the studio today uh, because this is a big job. It's a big task, uh, and we can't do it on our own because <laughs> we we're lazy. We can't do anything on our own. <laughs> Yeah, so some so in order to uh, really help us with this E3 breakdown, we've enlisted the help of the ultimate breakdowner, Michael Goldenberg. That's right, it's me, Michael Goldenberg, E3 expert, uh, winner of E3, Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, Thanks for joining, everybody. Goodbye. Okay, good, because it's hot in here. We can just go. Yeah, well, Michael, welcome, I guess, back to the show. Michael was on one of our early episodes that went unreleased to the public on the lost episodes of the Game Boys. A Hidden Boys episode. There are lost episodes floating around various hard drives. If you guys could manage to get even more famous, maybe release it for like the fans one day. Yeah, yeah, you know when, when we have that Patreon and we're really between weeks. <laughs> yeah, no, when we're Patreon when we have a Patreon and we're extra lazy. Um, that episode was fun. This is gonna be better because we're less terrible at podcasting now. Good. So welcome in, in theory. <laughs> no, I think we are. It's just maybe marginal. Um, but yeah, well, now we have someone that uh, now we have a sound mixer who will edit out the boring parts. Yeah, true, <laughs> true, true, true. Um, well, welcome, but yeah, welcome I think back. we need to just get right into it, right? Well, yeah, I was gonna say welcome back to our friend Michael. Oh no, 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 no welcomes. No, no, I'm here for strictly business. Okay, it's, well, it's strictly fuck me business. Then. Let's get into it. Unless there's something that you feel you need to talk about on Game Boys right now, Michael. Doesn't sound like it. All right. Chris. Long silence. Long silence. <laughs> Pregnant silence. I, I like that he prepared. thought about it. He thought about it. So, yeah, I, uh, let's start. I got something I want to say. Okay, here we go. Whoa. I think more games need a little character called Thanos. 
involved. Yeah, I mean, take a take a note from Fortnite. Fortnite people. had Thanos. Why did yeah? Fortnite's the biggest game in the world. Yeah, Super Smash. Where was that Thanos? No character? Thanos in Super Smash. No Thanos in the Legend of Zelda. I think that's an important thing and to preface before we get into this because so, what you'll find in all of these games is there's very little, if not any, Thanos. Yeah, we no might Thanos. go this entire E3 without encountering Thanos even once. Let's, but let's, let's, uh, my hopes are still up. I feel like there might be a hidden Thanos. Oh, just we'll, like keep, on a, we'll keep our eyes out Mickey. for some kind of Easter egg Thanos. But boys, the E3 started with a little company called EA. It's in the game. Uh, so let's get right into the games EA really talked about. Uh, EA first uh, brought on uh, Battlefield 5. Guys, what do we think about Battlefield 5? Do we care? Nope. Yeah, nope. not at all. Great. I'm happy about that. Just uh, another uh, Is Battlefield 5 titled Cyberpunk 2077? If the answer is no, then no. I don't give a shit. I agree. Good analysis, I guess. It could use a retitle. Well, here's the thing. Is Battlefield 5 the one where people are mad because there's a woman in it? Yes. Yeah, so people we have are, to support it, right? Yeah, no. People are mad because uh, the game where you run around on top of Zeppelins and blow them up and jump off and parachute down is... Uh, not uh, historically accurate because it's, it's women there. It's not being realistic. Also, yeah. there were women in World War II. <laughs> there were some women in World War II. Oh, yeah? Prove it. Okay. I'll send you an email after the podcast. There's, like, tons of recorded evidence about this. You know, there is a thing today. Uh, some gamers are a little bit off topic. We'll get to it a little later. Some gamers are mad that uh, you can be gay in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Is that takes, a thing you can do? You can be gay in it. You can pick uh you can pick uh dialogue options and you can uh There's romance, romance any, options. You can romance any gender available. Very and cool. people are mad because as you know, ancient Greece was famously not gay. Yeah, ancient Greece, <laughs> the straightest society. Yeah. <laughs> the Spartans <laughs> three hundred. Yeah, yeah, all very well Died dressed. How much? No, Plato. Plato never wrote anything about fucking dudes. Yeah, uh, I forgot to mention. I said this a lot in the first show, but it didn't air. So I'll say it to all your listeners now. Uh, gamers are scum. <laughs> oh, the worst yeah. humanity has to offer. Oh yeah, I forgot that this is the dynamic. This is good. Uh, all you guys watching this, and you are guys. You are horrible. And I look down upon you. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, um, it, Goldberg's tough on you guys, and rightfully so. You are monsters. Yeah, fa our fame, our little fame monsters. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, oh, please give money to the Patreon. <laughs> yes, the real one that exists. Very nice boys. Please set up the Patreon and then give us money. <laughs> yeah, if someone could make us a Patreon. That would be ace. Uh, but then we're moving on. Uh, to, uh, we have Respawn Star Wars game Jedi Fallen Order. Um, Respawn uh, is that company. Uh, what did they? What else have they made? They made Titanfall. Oh, they made Titanfall. Headed by Vin Sampella, who was like the lead director of Call of Duty 4. Uh -huh. So in a weird way, almost invented pretty much every multiplayer shooter for a long time. This one guy. Yeah, well, yeah, it was I mean, him and Call of Duty 4 engine was, was like everything for a while. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was him and some other guy, and then they founded Respawn, and I think the other guy left almost immediately. Uh, they're doing a Star Wars game now. That's cool. I'm uh, I'm, uh, I'm excited for new Star Wars games because then like, I feel like Lucasfilm can't fuck them up as much. Yeah. Did you guys ever play a game called uh, Star Wars The Force Unleashed? Uh, yeah. No. Yeah, I thought that I was did. an underrated. That's a fun one. Yeah, no one ever that talks about that one. That one's a really good one, especially because that one has some of the most Star Wars-ass names in it. Like, I think the main character is like, I think it's like 
Philo Dart or something. Main character's name is Starkiller. Like they just have a very George Lucas names <laughs> where it's like nonsense word first name and then a word that's like an adjective last name. Han Solo, he's on his so own. So moving on, guys, we've got uh, Battlefront 2, yeah. um, which is uh, just adding more shit. We don't really care about yeah, no, that, that sounds do like we? Yeah. Uh, okay. Unravel 2, the Yarny co-op adventure game, which was released today. I mean, the day that they announced it. Unravel is uh, actually pretty fun, then. You ever play these yarn games, guys? I, played Unravel. I didn't play the yarn game. What happened to the Yoshi yarn game that was supposed to come out? They didn't show no, that. No word of that. No word of that. No? We'll, 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 we'll get to Nintendo. All right. uh, sea of Solitude, which looks like Sunless Sea from the cover art. So here's my thing with this game that I saw, because there's a lot of people on the internet going wild for this. You guys remember that game Limbo, right? Oh, is that what this is? No. But I feel like Limbo created this trend of like kind of like innocent looking young children in like scary really dark worlds and they think that's like really deep storytelling and it's just kind of silly uh, I feel it's so very fairy tale games yeah you know yeah i mean i'm i'm always into a fairy tale but these are kind of these games are like they sort of set up that premise and never really deliver on it in a really good way yeah they all they're all like so i feel like they're all so up their ass like they're so deep and like I like that the headline is Sea of Solitude is all about loneliness and depression. Wow. Great, great, great. Cool. Uh, (laughs) I get that every day just by waking up. I don't need a game for it. Are we going to have a favorite from this section? Um, No. I don't know. I mean, it's in the game. game. It's my thing with EA. Oh, does the audience even know what we're doing right now? I'm not totally positive. Can you explain it to them? Okay, look, here's what we may or may not have already told you is happening. Things are messy around here on our E3 episode. (laughs) Um, but we're going through each, um, each, uh, presentation from each game company and we are deciding which game from each presentation is our favorite. And then we will have them battle it out at the end in a, in a grand duel to see who is the, what is the best game of E3. However, uh, as you may have noticed, the EA presentation is trash, garbage, ass garbage. <laughs> it's yeah. garbage so, every year. They give a horrible presentation every yeah, year. And so, so far, if you feel like this is low energy or we're not getting excited, it's because all these games are boring and stupid. <laughs> okay, yes, that's the excuse. It's EA's fault, not our fault. Uh, moving on, we've got Command and Conquer returning as a mobile game. Um, mobile games, more like schmobile lames. I, I think I agree. It's really funny. I think that's that an really accurate funny. impression assessment. Cool. Anyone else got a feel, feeling differently about mobile games right now? I don't like mobile games because I'm bad at them and I find them boring. But I do think Command and Conquer could be cool. It does seem Every like time the iPhones release a new iPhone, they're like, look at this crazy game you can play on the iPhone. And it's just like, ah, is that really what people are doing? I don't want to. There's no way play on an iPhone is better than play on like a switch or like a controller. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to play games, I guess, it, you know, on the go is the only way to do this one. Um, but uh, let's not waste any more breath because we do have uh, the only thing really worth talking about at EA, which was Bioware's Anthem. Ugh. Uh, which, oh, give, so me, give me a break. <laughs> um, now, guys, uh, you know, uh, there they were a little light on game that they showed. They only showed about four minutes um, and it didn't really show a lot of story or any of the things that we like come to know no but they talked about they showed zero story but talked about how much story is there well you got to give them the benefit of the doubt every game they've done so far has been has cared about that right no uh dragon age inquisition did not 
Uh, Mass Effect I and thought Dragon Age Inquisition was was decent. I, mean, I think they're both decent games, but the stories are trash. Hmm. And I think it feels like they're already doing damage control on this. Yeah. It feels like they're bringing everyone out just to assure everyone it's not going to be bad. And it looks, if you look at it, it looks exactly like Destiny right. to a T. Big open, empty looking space. And they say, oh, then you have this central hub you can go to. We play single player. Oh, exactly when the they tower. Sh- okay, when they showed the central hub. It was exactly the tower from Destiny. It was like, guys, come on. Like, you have to yeah. make this look different. It just seems like such a bullshit ripoff. <laughs> and it has none of the things that, like, make... Bioware games fun which is like no. this deep story that you experience as one person like living in this world yeah like, no one's asking for another Destiny. not even destiny fans are asking for another destiny and they did in destiny 2 like hasn't even been out for that long and they're still like dropping content for it all the time i think what happened is destiny came out and then ea realized they were two years behind on making their own uh and then started making their own but it took too long because they wanted to make people fly um the flying that does look very yeah, cool flying uh, is always and, good. and so yeah like i think this game is definitely is troubled um i think it would have to do a lot to break the mold of, that it seems to be trapping itself in with destiny and then but people played it and people said it was fun to play. Mass Effect Andromeda was insanely fun to play. Mm. The combat I thought was excellent. <laughs> the best combat. No, you didn't think so? I haven't played it, so I'm, I think I've combat, seen it's the best. It. It's the best combat in any Mass I'm a huge Mass Effect fan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, combat's better than any Mass Effect game, but the story is trash. All the worlds are totally empty. None of the characters are memorable. Man, uh, I just hate empty worlds. Yeah, and I also... I agree that in, in Mass Effect Andromeda, the combat was better, but it was just so boring and stupid. And just like colonial colonizing space is so much less cool than like exploring and discovering like societies mm. in space. Yeah, sure. it's all like empty wastelands. That's it. Yeah, yeah. It was just like, look, you found- we don't like those empty wastelands. Guys, make your wastelands full of stuff. Fill them Anyways. with the bones of your enemies. Conan yeah, fill style. the wastelands with the bones. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, okay, guys, Anthem, you know, probably not going to be good, but, you know, I mean, I'd, I'd be lying to you if I said I wasn't going to play it. I wouldn't. I'm probably not going to play it, and I'm we'll being honest. We'll both get it and play it together, co-op. I Yeah, it's a co-op game, and I bet it, it's good for at least 40 to 50 hours of fun. Like, it'll probably, like, crash hard. But, like, 40 to 50 hours, like, that's a good amount of game I am to play. truly more likely to spend money on Unravel 2 than I am on Anthem. <laughs> <laughs> I do think this is the prime candidate for not coming out when they say it's going to come out. Oh, big so boys. Time. Big I time. hope you've all been taking notes. <laughs> I'm holding <laughs> a pencil. <laughs> uh, because we have to declare uh, what is the game of EA, uh, of EA's conference. I say Unraveled, that's gonna, too. You say Unraveled? I'm going to say Battlefield 5 just to piss off the fans. And Goldenberg's going to say Battlefield 5, and I'm going to say Anthem. How, How do, do we, we move on this? from here? Okay, podcast over. Total impasserie. This was my thing about us doing points for the game. Yeah, I'll switch. Then we I'll switch. Tally up and do publishers. Because of the flying, I'll switch to Anthem. Okay. All right. There we go. Yeah, because Battlefield Five, you know, it's gonna be Battlefield Five. I'm sure if people like it. I'm not gonna play it. Not my type of thing. Yeah, we're gonna have a three-way tie later. I'll figure out how to solve it. We'll burn that bridge when we get there. We dodged this bullet. Anyways, on to the next publisher. We're going to do Anthem, and then, 
you know, I feel like at all the games I listed, the only one that me and Goldenberg were like, we're going to play this is Anthem. So I feel like that wins. That's authentic. Um, okay. Bethesda was the next one. Uh, and uh, guys, like, what do we think about uh, Bethesda's thing? Uh, they released uh, Rage 2. That do looks we, cool. I don't I mean. I was shocked by that. Yeah, Rage 2 looked fine. It looked fine. It just looked like, I don't know, like anything that looks like a, a year later pickup like you pick it up a year after it's been out it sure sell well so it's like 20 bucks yeah yeah like, wow, this is really good yeah when it's like 20 bucks and you pick it up for like a weekend or something that's probably exactly oh, right yeah that's a 20 buck game um then we saw a doom eternal and we just uh, saw a logo yeah. and like yeah. a dumb 10 seconds Don't so Lots, did you play that first doom oh yeah played a remake i love a doom that one's great do you like it yeah dude i'm a big fan feed me rappers or feed me doom i love I love those games, and I don't Excellent. give a shit about like, well, like, what are they? How are they gonna fuck it up? It's just like put some spooky monsters in a red background and let me shoot them. <laughs> well, I, think, <laughs> I think that's what the the first Doom was, and it was great. Yeah, it's so all maybe any, they'll do the same thing. So you know what I want? Yeah. I want story. What if Doom has a gruff older man and a little girl that he has to protect? And, oh, I'm all about that. Yeah, and Logan, then, Last of Us. Yeah. Uh, and then what if, uh, again, very deep. What? Yeah. yeah I'm just trying to make it deeper. I'm just trying to, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Skiffin wants soul in these games, but he's not a soldier. Um, but, but moving on from doom, uh, prey gets of uh, some DLC shit. Never played. Oh my prey. God. Don't even announce your DLC at E3. Get your, get this shit out of my fucking face. If it's not <laughs> yeah. a new game that I don't know about, or like a game that has like a new advancement in its pr- production or whatever. Get out of here. I don't care. I just don't get, go in the trash. Sure. Um, up next was but Wolfenstein Youngblood, which is the next uh, Wolfenstein game. And you can play as one of BJ and Anya's twins, which I guess was revealed at the end of this real recent game. I think it's DLC. Uh, oh, it's a DLC. I think it's similar to like the new blood, which was like a six hour add on. Oh, OK, because it says separately. the whole game can be played either solo or in co-op. It's coming next year. Um, well, anyways, that sounds pretty cool. And the I first, uh, the new order is very good. I gotta check I mean, out play, the newest one. I'll play the shit out of that because I love taking uh, one of those games, throwing it on easy mode, and just killing countless Nazis. Yeah, uh-huh. that's great. AKA countless of your viewers. Well, right. Yeah, take it, gamers. Goldenberg's here. He's gonna show you what what's what. Yeah. If you're not, if yeah, if you're not, if you're still listening, fuck you. Um, <laughs> uh, Fallout seventy six. Please uh, five star review and uh, <laughs> nice comments on iTunes, please. Thank you. <laughs> we love our fans. Uh, we love them, and we know them all by name. Um, okay. <laughs> that might be true. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, up next was um, a game that everyone thought was going to be something else, but uh, Fallout 76. Everyone thought it might be a new Fallout game. Instead, it is uh, a survival, a kind of rust type game that has elements from the Fallout 4 game Boo. where you can still build stuff. Boo. But... It's I'm nervous that it's going to feel like just like, I mean, a little bit better, but like Fallout Shelter, where it's like, oh, another Fallout thing to play. And then it's like, oh, this is fun for an hour. Yeah, yeah. I hate it. I think it's going to be terrible. I'm not into those survival type games. I don't think they're fun. No, I haven't really played a lot of these games. What is the what is the basic premise of them? These survival games? Just like. If you can stay alive and be smart, then you can acquire more stuff that makes being alive and, and easier, and then you can become powerful. 
and flex. So does that mean there's waves coming at you or something? Or no, there's like other people, and you can murder, and you can PvP mm-hmm. murder them, and the, like get stuff. The big one is Rust, right? Rust yeah, or one. Metal Gear Survive. Because like, the, but the concept of Rust is when you every time you die, you go back to nothing. Yeah. Which is Fallout seventy six? They said is not the case. Yeah, it's yeah. more soft core. They said. Yeah, it's not as it's not as intense as Rust, but it's the same idea of just like building up a like survival like get you know gathering resources to make a house and living in the house so you don't get sick and getting mm. swords to stab your enemies and turning your enemies right. into bones and turning their bones into guns. Are you whatever. guys Fallout fans? I'm a huge. I Fallout love fan. Fallout games, but like you'll notice this going through this. I don't give a shit about multiplayer games. I like single mm-hmm. player games. And I like couch co-op games and I like like fighting games or like games with opposition. But stuff like this survival bullshit or like Anthem, something like that, or like Fallout online shooters. I just don't fucking care. And here was my take on Fallout 76, because they also they had really lame announcements for both the Elder Scrolls six spoilers and Starfield, like a new property. Yeah. I have a feeling both of those they knew from the get-go they weren't going to make it onto the PS4, Xbox One. So they needed a new big game to fill it out. So they just made another Fallout. I had my fill with Fallout. I think it's fine. I like the Elder Scrolls better. I don't think it's that interesting of a world. We see a lot of apocalypses all the time. But I do applaud them for doing something different with the game. Yeah, I mean, I like the Chrome Core stuff. And it seems like the aesthetic of 76 is a little more Chrome Core than like 3 and 4 were, which is cool. But like... They, but they're just. Uh, re- this is what they're doing. They're, they're they're releasing the Fallout Five on the PS Five. So then you know it's like they have two more years of the PS Four, and they need to put something out between them. You don't know that because Elder Scrolls will have fully skipped PS Four and Xbox One. That's not going to have come out on on those uh, consoles at all. Yeah. Oh, I, I guess it was remaster. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens with all that stuff. Regardless, I really like being in the Fallout world. I'm just worried that it's going to feel kind of shallow for some reason. I just think that game's going to suck because I don't think those games are good. That's what happens with a lot of multiplayer games. Um, Moving on, there's some bad mobile games. They announced Starfield, a new sci-fi game that's like them being like, like, we we promise we're making a brand new IP thing too, so don't worry. Coming out 2025. The future future is now. I mean, that was like basically the gist of Bethesda's whole shit was like, Mm-hmm. Two of the games that people have been talking about us making, like a big open world sci-fi like Starfield mm-hmm. and fucking Elder Scrolls 6, we promise we're doing it. And otherwise, yeah. no other details. Thank you. Goodbye. And and it's also, but it's, I, I feel for them and I don't. Uh, I love when they just were like, oh, fuck, like the next game is coming out really soon. Like, do you guys like need to know that a game is coming out like three or four years no, absolutely ahead, not. You know, no, like, I fucking hate but it. then, like, what would they show at these things? Because it seems like that it's like they have nothing. Like, you know, games take years to make. So, like, we're getting mad at them for not having anything to show, but then we're also getting mad at them for teasing stuff in the long time in the future. Like, where, what can can they win? Well, it's almost I, as if the whole thing is stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like as if why am I sitting here <laughs> talking about this event? Yeah. It's almost as if we're all adults. <laughs> yeah, no, it's. I mean, that's the real answer. Is this whole thing is insanely dumb the other answer though is that like there are people on the internet who want to just give people shit to like maintain some kind of in-group credibility and so of course they're always going to get yelled at by nerds on the internet because nerds are always going to look for someone to yell at that's why gamers are the worst oh yeah um i think they're the best and we'll talk about this on a different podcast (laughs) 
All right, so we got it. We got to pick the game. Of, game uh, of no, no, we have a few more things. Uh, Elder Day Invasion, the JPEG of Elder Scrolls. Uh, and then, uh, <laughs> I wish it had been Skate so bad. Uh, that I meme, wish it had been that Skate. Meme is so good. Did Bethesda and, do Skate? Um, so let's pick Bethesda's. What did so? Wh- what are we guys saying, guys? What one Bethesda? Um, I'll say Wolfenstein, honestly, because that's a fun ass game wow. that I'm definitely going to play. That's coming out reasonably, like. If we do this for the next 10 E3s, we can give Bethesda a win for Starfield or Elder Scrolls 6. Like, I don't need to rush that. I don't care about uh, Fallout that much. I'm not going to play it. But but fucking Wolfenstein seems like it would be fun. I'm definitely going to spend money and play it. I really enjoyed Wolfenstein The New Order. have not played the new Colossus. I've heard it's even better. It fucking rules. I heard it's fantastic. Uh, I'm leaning towards Doom too. That's or a good Doom call. Eternal, the, the the trailer for nothing. The trailer for nothing. Because <laughs> Doom. I'm so happy they're making another Doom. I'm so happy Doom is back. Doom rules. Yes, uh, it. And then you're voting for the Wolfenstein DLC. I think it's a whole game. I'm not sure it's DLC. I'll I'll play. Uh, I'll play Kingmaker and I'll say Wolfenstein DLC. Yeah, Wolfenstein. <laughs> Even if it is a real game, I'm calling it Wolfenstein well, DLC. Well, they did one with, with uh, the new order called The Old Blood that was like six yeah. hours or something mm-hmm. released with it. Yeah, no, that makes sense, but I think this is the whole thing. Okay, so now we move on, on to Ubisoft is next, right? Yes. Well, I don't, okay. I mean, I don't you have the list. Great. Uh, we got to see good Beyond Good and Evil 2. What is Beyond Good and Evil? Please uh, don't Beyond answer Beyond Good and Evil this. was so good. I'm constantly uh, told this is the greatest thing ever, and I never even it heard of it. It's like this cool, pretty funny, pretty narratively interesting sneak game where you're like a journalist uncovering truths about things and getting deeper into a crazy conspiracy, and there's fighting and sneaky picture taking and cool mechanical stuff. Cool. So that game will also come out for the PS5. In 2030. Uh, I love games when I'm 40. And then we've got uh, Trials Returns with Trials Rising, some kind of dirt bike. Yo, this reveal was tight, though, (laughs) because a game director came out like dressed like a motorcycle person and purposely did like a pratfall into a computer. Oh, I saw that. It was great. That's hilarious. That's good. It was a legitimately good pratfall. And he's just like some developer. He's not someone they hired to like show up. Hell yeah. (laughs) Good. Gotta respect a that's, good pratfall. That's sympathetic. I can get into that. Honestly, that might that might win. That, that might, might win take them to the top. Yeah, a little bit of stage, you know, showmanship. Uh, next we the, next we revealed the division two. I didn't think the division one was very cool, so I don't care. I just don't give a shit about white people shooting dudes. Nope. That's just uh, if that's your so game. Ninety percent of your game. Ninety percent of the games. Yeah, that's why this whole podcast <laughs> is me talking about how little of a shit I give about every game we're talking about. Uh, next we have Skull and Bones uh, They revealed some very uh, hot pirates uh, And it's the game that's like The Assassin's Creed um, Black Flag game uh, But just sailing um, it's like I feel like this Creed. game should be like $20 And they're going to charge like 50 or something It should be a whole like a pirate RPG or something It's like a, It's just like it's, It really is Assassin's Creed Black Flag the game, even though that game already exists. It's so no, stupid. You had the first pirate ship fighting in uh, Assassin's Creed 3, and that came out in 2012. Yeah, but Black Flag was the one where it got banging, like where it was so yeah. much fun and cool. Black Flag is very good. That's where they started That's where they started to fuck was Black Flag, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have a game called Transference, which is a VR game. I could not care less. I like that it's named after a Freudian concept. Okay. 
Um, Star Fox is coming to Starlink Battle for Atlantis, some kind of toy game. Yeah, well, is Starlink a property or Ugh. is this like a new thing? I don't care. It sounds like some shit that we're too old for, so I say we move on. I feel like it's that's like, a shame. That's what they're doing with Star Fox with a new like banging system with Nintendo. There's like dumping Star Fox onto Ubisoft. Yeah, they're starting to share a lot more characters after the whole Mario Rabbits thing. All right, uh, then we've got uh, the thing that's worth talking about, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Uh, this is probably going to be my pick uh, for a thing that I thought looked cool. Uh, I like this RPG direction they're going with the Assassin's Creed games. Um, Assassin's Creed games still get boring pretty quickly because they're pretty much still the same, but the RPG elements help make it better. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree. I also like them adding a little more choice to the game since that's always been like the theme of the games, but you don't get to make any choices in them. Yeah, you play a girl. Sure. Yeah. It works. Well, you know, in in all the other games, it's all about, are you going to do the thing or do the different thing? What choice are you going to make? And it's like, well, this game is on rails, so I'm going to make the choice you tell me to make. <laughs> so yeah. then adding a little bit more dynamism in that way is like a smart uh, little bit of ludology. I just want to wear the fucking hood. The hood. All these games are trying their darnest to have you take off the hood. And I think the hood looks really cool. Just put on the fucking hood, Assassin's Creed. I'm out. No uh, what do you mean the, what do you mean the hood the fucking you look really cool hood. when you the, wear the, the assassin hood it looks really cool oh and oh, black flag you like never wear it yeah and one there's like a top hat i think oh. every time i saw griffin playing origins he's never wearing the hood this one you have like a helmet on i turned the hood off i don't feel like an assassin no hood i'm out no hood. <laughs> yeah sorry bring back the hood no hood no good that's the hashtag a, a, a line, a hard line drawn in the sand there uh, that I appreciate. Uh, we do appreciate passion on this podcast. Um, so yeah, that's it, guys. Uh, so if you're out, guys, what are what are our winners for for Ubisoft? Where there really truly are no actual I mean, winners. I say it's got to be Assassin's Creed, right? Like that's the only game that even sounded kind of cool. Yeah, I'm saying Odyssey too. My vote's meaningless, but I'm going to give it to Trials just for the showmanship. Oh, yeah. Trials had a great thing. But honestly, I feel like it's a game I'll actually play. Yeah. Um, I do think Trials is a very undersung, very influential game. First, like, huge, like, Xbox Live arcade game. Mm-hmm. There's so many games you download like that. That was the first major one. Yeah, that's true. It has its place in history. Yeah, the dustbin of history. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and now we finally get to... Uh, what? Square? Are we skipping Square Enix? Oh, is there a square one? There's a square yeah. one. Oh square Enix had a thing. That was a very now funny Now we're looking little... it up. I do have, uh, for intermission, I have started compiling a list of video game words. Uh, words that they always use in their names to sound cool and like, <laughs> savage. Uh, we've got Halo Infinite announced. Infinite uh, Bioshock Infinite and Infinite Warfare. Total War Infinite, I believe. All right, so uh, uh, moving on a little bit faster because I didn't realize we had this many. Uh, we've got Square Enix who released Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Is that a, is that a play, guys? We're going to play that one? Mm, maybe, but I'm not that into it. Shadow is another video game word along with Infinite. Shadow, Fall, we'll get all into it. Shadow Fall was a game I didn't play. Um, Platinum is making a new game called Babylon's Fall. Oh, uh, wow. Babylon's it's the people that made Nier Automata. So Yeah, Babylon's Fall looks pretty cool. I'm down with that. Uh, next, we have Just Cause 4, more physics, and this time he fights a tornado. A bunch. All right, cool. It's not called Shadow. It's not called 
Shadow of Just Cause 4 Fallen Infinite, so I am out. (laughs) Shadow of Just Cause 4 The Infinite Fallen. Sorry, we need hoods and we need specific titles. Uh, So next up we have The Quiet Man, which if you watched was started out as a live action trailer and morphed into a video and people are uh, the people making it are claiming that it is going to feel like a movie experience and it's going to be about the length of a movie. Cool, is it going to be $10? <laughs> I have no idea. Is it going to pay $60 for a movie experience, the length of a movie? That's a movie, and that costs $10. Right. And, you know, uh, there's a few other small things they, they mentioned, like uh, uh, Dragon Quest and Octopath Traveler. Well, those are both games I'm excited about. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know much to say about them other than like they're making some other cool like Square Enix like JRPGs that mess with the format and explore like different technical stuff that you can do now, which is very cool. A lot of like choice character development stuff. So I'm excited just to see like, I don't know, I feel like at least for me, aside from Persona 5, I haven't had like a really good new RPG come out in my life recently, like past like year or two, uh, specifically a Japanese RPG. And so seeing Square Enix pop off with a couple of like Fresh new titles is pretty exciting for me. Yeah, but uh, I mean, look, Square Enix is one of the ones I was most excited about because of the last game we have to talk about here, which is Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh, uh, no. Uh, and, you know, it's Please so got anything but this. It's so tough because I just I just need the game to come out before they embarrass my, me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> just because these trailers they're putting out so bad. are terrible. Yeah, they're There's bad. literally no they're sound effects. They lack sound effects. Uh, and I don't think that's my problem with them. It's just like the framing and just like they're just showing they're not putting their best foot forward um, and uh, well, they're not it's just like being like this is a mechanically cool game with interesting stuff. They're like it's Final Fantasy for babies. <laughs> Which I is like, guess. which yeah. is not the vibe you want because you don't identify as a baby. Uh, I mean, I did at one point, and I guess if I have to, I can go back there for Kingdom Hearts 3. Go back to that dark place. <laughs> the dark place. Um, yeah, I really just want this game to come out so we can just end this torture of promotion because uh, I am going to play it. I bet I'm going to love it, but man, uh, those cutscenes just look rough. Um, but the gameplay actually looks really pretty and cool. Um, so, you know, it is what it is. I think there's a line that's like, his heart is inside my heart, which uh, like that's a is just par, par for the Kingdom Hearts course. Anyways, I, I'm pre-ordering that and playing it at midnight. Um, so that's still my vote. <laughs> um, I'll take Octopath Traveler. I'm really excited about that one. I'm going Quiet Man. All right. So we've got Quiet Man. All right, let's, Oct- I, say we, I say we give this one to Kingdom Hearts because I just feel like you care that so much more than either of us care about our choices. Yeah, I don't. This is this was this was the most baffling E3 individual conference I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, it's like less than thirty minutes. It was nothing. Yeah, I mean, they showed footage of Octopath and Dragon Quest, and I was like, yeah, those are two games I'll spend money on eventually for sure. But like, that's it. I don't know how we're gonna decide this. I, I wish we had gone with a point system. <laughs> Yeah, but that would have I would have complained about it. So we, all, the, all the only difference is now you're complaining and not me. <laughs> uh, so let's get to the real stuff. Sony, baby, released Last of Us Part Two trailer. Oh man, and it was so good. I'm so excited for this game. Yeah, it looked so good. It was stress. It looked like it would be such a stressful game, which is all I want from Last of Us. Is that like that like raw tension? 
of like of survival of having like i got three bullets and a plank yeah yeah and a exactly. bottle i forgot about like picking up bricks and bottles and throwing them yeah people. that was a good mechanic what was it how what did you describe like with like logan like gruff old man how did you put it um exactly like that like, gruff you know, old man yeah. tough young girl I that bugs me so much in like story. Well, I think it's so lame and overdone. I, so I'm happy to see like a full grown what's her name? Yeah. Like on her own. I mean, don't worry, Joel will be in this in this game. Uh but they're both adults. Sure, yeah. Uh I think that this trailer did exactly what it should have done. Like not reveal too much of the story, show off one new element about Ellie we didn't know before, but don't give us the whole plot. Uh, and then just show off how the gameplay has gotten gnarlier and, but still remain the same last of us kind of yeah, she mechanics. Does gnarly we love. Stuff yeah. In the I can be yeah, uh, like the part where she's under the car and the person like looks down under the car to look at her and she shoots her right in the head or like yeah. some of the times where she's struggling, struggling the people she's fighting like they have their faces that are so distinct and, mm-hmm. and unique and individuals that it really feels like she's just like fighting and killing yeah real people and it's yeah. the same it's the same voice actress now that it was when she was like a kid that's great i remember the whole time thing as a kid like kids don't talk like this like she sounds like an adult so now that's like it feels more in place yeah i mean I, kids don't around. talk like this but maybe in the apocalypse when they've seen some no shit. not even that not even then oh, okay then they're still just like goo goo gaga give me diapy but uh, now she's an adult it makes sense to me also also ellie no hood so goldenberg ain't gonna play so moving on uh we've like got- your fans i'm all about hoods <laughs> Wait, my fans are good people. They're not uh, what you're alluding to as Ku Klux Klan members. You're trying to say that they're Klan members. This MF, this MF is saying that our people are Klan members. Xbox Live Clan, maybe. Listen, a guild is a guild, not a clan. I'm sorry that I even had to say that on this podcast, guys. Don't worry, <laughs> I'm in your corner. I'll, I'll keep this mean man away from you. Uh, okay, next up we've got Ghost of... Tushima, which is an open world samurai game. It, to me, it looked like The Witcher. I thought it looked tight. Yeah, it looked developed sweet. by Sucker Punch, who did the infamous games. I think the single most underrated video game series. Yeah, the infamous games made. are good. And I don't know. I Excellent. As you'll hear later, I'm not that good. As you'll hear later, I am a real sucker for like Shogunate Japan stuff. There's like eight games coming out that look exactly like this. This E3. Did you see that? There's like three different ninja this games. This one looked very boring to me. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just uh, a sword, just a guy with a sword. Between this and, well, but you just said it's one of the most underrated video game franchises. No, Infamous is, not the Ghost of Tsushima. No, but you, the same people make it, though, so maybe it'll be underrated again, and great. Nah, yeah, maybe it will we'll be, and I'll probably play it because, again, Shogun stuff. I'm just trying to chart the narrative Infamous, you get to shoot electricity <laughs> out of your body, it's great. I even like the Infamous Second Son. Infamous Second Son's the only one I played and I got really bored. I am someone's infamous second son. But the first couple hours were very fun. Uh, next up is a game called Control. It's a third person game from the makers of Max Payne and Quantum Break. Uh, and it looked kind of wild and silly, but it just doesn't like there's just too many games. It just seems like something that's going to go under the, you know, fall through the cracks for me. Uh, any thoughts on that? FT the C. Nope. Next up, we've got Resident Evil 2 Remaster. Man, I am starting to be a sucker for remasters, guys. Like, there is nothing I like more than, like, seeing a game and, like, the things it brought to the table, but just it looking nicer and just quality of life improvements. Well, it's it's a cool thing in that, like, some really classic games are classics because they had to, like, accommodate the technical failures of their time. 
and like the way they worked around not being able to do certain stuff ended up being like really creative and cool. But now it's also kind of cool that now that we can do basically anything on the PlayStation or whatever for them to be like, all right, but now here's the game like the way we wanted it to be when we made it. And it's cool to see that as well. I mean, I don't think often that the the same directors and companies are making these remasters. Usually it's like a new company that's remastering it. Like that's what the Spyro and Crash Bandicoot were. Um, But I think they get enough notes from the original creators. Yeah. I mean, there's some stuff that just like is very clearly like, oh, we're doing this because we can't do that or whatever. Are you a Resident Evil 2? A Resident Evil I've never played any Resident Evil game. I'm sure. Oh, too scared? Too scared. I really wanted to play, what's it called? The, The one that was entirely in VR that came out like a year ago looked really cool. Oh yeah, that uh, was that did look cool, but I didn't play never it. Never played it though. I don't have access to virtual. I'm uh, also scared. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts continued to show more trailers, and it's like, stop oh, it! God. What are you doing? Uh, showed, Bad Jack Sparrow impersonator. showed off the Pirates of the Caribbean world. <laughs> I think the also I think it really looks good. going going deep on uh, Pirates of the Caribbean three. Yeah, specifically committing to, to committing three. to Dead Man. No, to, no not to Dead Man's Chest. No, uh, at World's yeah, End. At World's, World's End. End is the is big move. Baffling to me. Which makes me feel like they made this call eight years ago. Yeah, probably. You know, when did the last one come out? Like oh eight or something? It had to have no, been. There was a le- another one a couple years ago that had Paul McCartney in it. Yeah, that was like 2012 or something. Horrible, right? 2012 or something horrible. <laughs> uh, a notoriously bad year. Um, 2012. One of my least faves. Uh, so yeah, more Kingdom Hearts. Stop it. Just stop. And then we had Death Stranding. Oh, oh boy. Yes. Why? Why do we know anything about this game? This game is not going to come out for twenty years. I'm so. They announced excited. the game. They announced and showed off a trailer for the game before they even chose what engine they were going to build it on two years ago. Yeah, hell Sick. yeah, dude. Why are we? Why do we hear anything about this? This is the one time Kojima is one of the only celebrities. Yeah, this is like the only only times where like a game is ambitious enough and has enough interesting shit going on with it behind the scenes that like updates actually feel cool to me. Like, just like the Mads Nicholson and Norman Reedus inclusion, like Kojima makes such cool stuff just on his own with such a weird, crazy brain. The aesthetic is so wild. Just like seeing them put out anything is always really exciting for me just to be it's like cool aesthetics. But like this like Metal Gear Solid, it's complete nonsense. Yeah, he's proven that all he is is aesthetics. Yeah, and that I think people keep uh, keep on putting this game in terms of speculation on a pedestal doesn't deserve because it holds, no matter it holds what you speculate, like what could all this mean? I'll tell you what it means. Fucking nothing. Cause he doesn't know how to tell a story as a storytelling weird stuff. Oh, I disagree. So we can get into this later, but I, I think that the metal gear games, while they're like loaded with a bunch of crazy nonsense are sort of like very specific and intentional in what that nonsense is for. And they're largely about the way that like, People mythologize the intelligence community and the ideas of like governance to like make sense when they clearly don't are all a bunch of bullshit numbers they're doing. Now I agree those themes do exist in those games, and I do like the politics that he includes. Uh, I think they're very interesting uh, and feel fresh, but it's so convoluted that it's never you're never going to get a satisfying story. Yeah, and I think stuff like that. Well, yeah, but I think the convolution is kind of the point, like that, like people just make up all this conspiracy bullshit all the time. But I think it's so nonsensical and strange and bizarre for the sake of being strange and bizarre. I almost feel like it holds the medium back as a storytelling kind of tool. Anyways, uh, most video game stories are bad. That's another reason why I'm so Almost excited about The Last of bad. Us. Last uh, of Us story is very good. Because just those shots in The Last of Us trailer was like, oh, I feel like I'm just watching a great scene from a movie right now. Like the facial expressions, the dialogue. I thought it was great. Uh, okay, moving on. Neo 2. I uh, didn't play the first one. Uh, maybe one day. I thought it was pretty Supposedly cool. good. 
Um, and it's like a Dark Soulsy kind of ninja game, and like one of three ninja games that got announced. Not not crazy, crazy hard. I mean, it's a little hard, but it's not mega hard. Now, then we got um, big old Spider Man, which is actually coming out this year. Big um, old Spider Man, the game cool about a giant Spider Man. <laughs> Imagine Spider Man was giant. What if Spider Man was twelve feet tall? His top half is human, and his bottom half is spider. <laughs> uh, I thought the gameplay looked fine. You know, I mean, it's. I'm 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 worried that this is not a sixty dollar game in this climate. I think maybe back in the day it would have been, but like unless this game has some kind of content or like things to grind or stuff to do, I'm worried that it's gonna be like a twenty five hour it or has, less game. It has an open world New York, which will probably hopefully pack a lot of stuff in. It's developed by Insomniac, who did uh Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. Their last game was Ratchet and Clank, which was very good. It was like just like a remake of their first Ratchet and Clank. Their one before that was a game called Sunset Overdrive, which I talked about infamous earlier. Sunset Overdrive is the most underrated video game of all time, I think. Sunset Overdrive is very good. That game is phenomenal. One of the most fun games to play I've ever played. They make good shit in Spider-Man is like inherently a very good video game superhero. Like, yeah, yeah. One of the best. Web, web swinging and shooting webs and like just the nature of Spider-Man's powers translates to video games. So well that like I don't know. I mean, I think there's I think you're right that there's a possibility it's like kind of just too short and doesn't have enough. But I think if they fill it out and like fill out that open world, it could be really fun. Yeah, could be. Um, we'll have to we'll have to see. Wait, uh, see. It's just like I, I I buy so many of the new video games, but I'm this is one of the only ones where I'm like it looks great, set pieces look cool, but I'm just hesitant because I don't think it'll be worth sixty dollars. Well, and then last but not least, the people from Dark Souls are making a PSVR game. Um, I wonder how. And hard that's it. <laughs> I wonder that's how, the conference. Wonder how. Hard, yeah, I guess that's it. Really, a Destiny two trailer. Uh, yeah, that's it. So, guys, pick your winners for Sony. Okay, Kingdom Hearts again. Wait, wow, there, Kingdom Hearts in two categories. Wasn't yeah, that's there, not fair. Wasn't there the fucking uh the From Software company has the that Samurai game? We'll talk about that. The Xbox. Conference. Oh, is it the Xbox one? Okay, I thought that was yeah. the best. Sorry, oh my God. How many more? Co- I forgot to put the Xbox one up too. We just got Jesus Xbox Christ. and Nintendo. Left. Okay, we we're going to power through these. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I, this one, I think it's Spider Man looks cool. I think it's The Last of Us. Okay, yeah, yeah it's the Last I think, of Us. I mean, I was going to say Death Stranding, but yeah, I think Last of Us probably. Last of Us two. All right. Yeah, we should do Nintendo then Xbox. I can talk about the Nintendo one for an hour and a half though. Okay, so uh, the one, the uh, my vote is uh, going to be up front, and I'm going to say it's for Super Mario Party. It's uh, very excited about that. It's one of the reasons I bought. I'm more excited for that than Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, because yeah, I don't like. I think I think Smash. that's true. Sm- Party looks great. Smash looks great. They also yeah. had um, what was it? Uh, Demon versus uh, Armor or whatever, or Demon versus Machina. Demon X Machina, which is like. An old like zone of the enders, like flying robots fighting giant other robots, uh, game that looks really sweet. There's a new Fire Emblem, uh, Fire Emblem Three, which looks fucking incredible, where you get to control not just like one character but like whole little armies. Mm-hmm. There's that like Killer Bee Black game, or whatever it's called, like weird many multiplayer fight game in 2D that looks really neat. Uh, they released uh, Fortnite that minute. Released it too, uh, which re- is cool. Yeah, released it that that like an hour after they announced it. Uh, that was cool. Also, um, Wolfenstein: The New Colossus coming later this month to the Switch. Yeah, that'll be fun. <laughs> we knew it was coming. It's good to know that like unlike the Wii U and kind of a lot of the Wii, a lot of these big 
third party games they're now making for the Switch. Developers yeah. actually want to create for the Switch, which is nice to see. Yeah. Overcooked 2 also going to be very fun. Going to be a very good game. Okay, so then uh, we uh, the one thing I want to talk about Super Smash is that there's this funny part where they're releasing all the characters oh my and God. it goes everyone is here! And then keeps going. And then keeps playing more characters. Like I just loved that moment. Uh, it felt so unnecessary but just like, you know, fuck yeah. What I really love about that Everyone is here except for except, our, except wa- for our boy Waluigi. Our boy, wa- 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 Waluigi's gone. Waluigi. Yeah, it was brutal. Waluigi. And wasn't he even in the trailer in a shot of getting kicked out of, out of the screen? I believe that Waluigi is an assist character or is going to be, and so yeah, I think you see him in the trailer getting owned. But he's not. <laughs> he one was. Of the, uh, <laughs> he was. He was spotted at one of the Charlottesville riots last summer. Oh my god! And, uh, that's yeah. No, right. And, yeah, uh, right next to uh, that screen guy. Yeah. So uh, I'm saying Mario Party. What do you I'm guys saying? I'm saying Mario Party. I'm saying uh, Demon X Machina, but who cares? All right. Looks like it's Mario Party. Uh, <laughs> Mario Party 11, the fallen shadows of infinite. Yeah, the fallen. Ba- yeah, the, the fallen. infinite shadows uh, of the fallen. Rogue. Mario Party Rogue. Forever. All right. And now Griffin's pulling up the Xbox One. All of them for a second. I feel like this E3 was disappointing overall, but I did think that there was a yeah. lot of cool, weird RPG stuff happening, which I'm excited about. I thought it was just boring. No no huge announcements. No, I don't feel like I don't know that much more now than I did before I watched it. But guys, See, weren't we saying before that this conference is dumb and that it forces video game makers to make release announcements about things that won't come out for forever because that's all they have because yes. games are hard and long to make? Yes, it is stupid. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that one thing that <laughs> I think is like a reasonable like takeaway is that like I didn't think there was this much like sort of like mid-level independent RPG development stuff going on on a lot of these systems, and it is. And that's cool and exciting for me because those are the only games that I truly enjoy playing. <laughs> that's not true, but I play they play them most of all. I think that game developers could make a, a really big, and maybe they're going to start doing this because I see this remaster thing happening. I think game developers could, if they have to do this every year, I think they could really fill out and breed excitement by, by more doing more remasters and more ports. Uh, they don't even have to all be true like remasters from the ground up, but like you can get people excited about old games and nostalgia very easily, mm-hmm. and then just make them more accessible, and then you'll have a more f- bigger lineup because every one of these publishers has made great games that people would want to buy again and play again. Well, uh, and I think it's just a missed opportunity, especially on Nintendo Switch, where they could have ported anything. I think if you put a lot of people I see on Reddit want a Mass Effect trilogy ported. I don't care. I would great. play so many games on the Switch because the Switch is just such fun hardware. Um, so it just seems Take like when, when publishers are light, I'm kind of like maybe and hopefully they invest in in doing more of those kind of things so they can have more to show. I actually liked I actually liked most of the Nintendo Direct stuff. I'm just going to say that. I thought that was actually pretty cool. Yeah, but uh, but they wait, 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 is that like ports? Just all the stuff that they announced in E3, like just like, yeah, they have a bunch of RPGs mm-hmm. coming out in the next year. They have all this other stuff like it just looks like like I think this was like a time where I was sort of like, let's see what the switch is doing. Like because we talked about this, like just between the two of us, so, like there's a lot of cool stuff on the switch where there hadn't been a ton of huge releases. And that was like kind of like dead zone in for the past couple months. And so just seeing them be like, we have all this cool shit coming, even if it's like sort of speculative and shit is exciting. 
Alright, so now to really have a fucking capper, we have the X fucking Microsoft. Um, Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, uh, That's it. Okay, uh, Microsoft showed Halo Infinite. We don't know what it is. It's probably a Halo Master survival Chief, game. Chief, like Chief, it's a Halo Battle Royale. It's a Halo Battle Royale. Master it's also Chief. like Fallout 76. Um, we got Ori and the Will of the Wisps. I haven't played the first one, but this looks dope. Uh, Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, Ninja Dark Souls game. I might actually play that Souls game because I just fucking love Shogun stuff. Yeah, sure. What else we got? here showed off fallout 76 again uh also actually that's what they showed at first uh, i'm doing out of order now but yeah fallout 76 still equally bull is just as bullshit now as it was oh yeah i think microsoft is the saddest because they just don't have anything and they still don't yeah. have crackdown crackdown 3. 3 is never coming out when it comes out everyone's gonna hate it it looks bad <laughs> yeah it's gonna be rough they did um, have one thing that michael can't shut the fuck up about oh metro exodus actually looks cool i've never <laughs> played any of those metro games like metro 2033 and metro last light but uh -huh. metro exodus yeah I'm saying, yeah, Metro Exodus, people say looks interesting. I actually haven't watched a trailer for that. And it just seems like there's too many games that like, why would, why is this one? Worth oh, I'm not going to play it, but. Oh, okay. Then, yeah. Uh, and then I it's like another Kingdom Hearts 3 trailer. What the? It's like they wanted to just like embarrass me at every conference. Uh, and they showed off a frozen world. God damn it. Uh, Forza Horizon 4, a car racing game. We all love those and play them every day before we go to sleep. I like Mario Kart. Sure. And The Division 2. Blech. Shadow of Tomb Any Raider. Any game that starts with like Tom Clancy's blank is just like so, it was so bullshit to me. Devil May Cry 5. That's pretty People cool. People got real amped on Devil May Cry 5. I mean, Devil May Cry games are really fun. Yeah, I guess it's still a popular franchise. Like, that's the one thing about them. They're, like, a blast. Cuphead oh, expansion. Cuphead. I, that Cuphead is the one game the Xbox has right now, other than Sunset Overdrive, that makes me really, really upset I don't have an Xbox. Yeah, Cuphead yeah. rules. Cuphead looks like the dankest shit. Oh, okay, guys. So what do we say of one Xbox? Well, what about Cyberpunk 2077? Cyberpunk 2077. It's made by the uh, developers of The Witcher. You do everything. You fight. You talk. You do magic. You fuck. I hear it has like GTA driving style yeah. too. Yeah, it's also based on... Uh, if any of your fans ever have sex, it'd be great. <laughs> based on a pretty good tabletop called Cyberpunk 2020. That's really cool. It has a really cool world. Lots of interesting like corporate evil stuff. It's kind of like Snow Crash adjacent. It's going to be fucking sweet. Yeah. It's going to be totally fucking rad. I mean, one thing... This is it. One thing about The Witcher that's really, really good that I think people don't always talk about in terms of why it's so great is that like it feels like that world is alive with stuff happening even when you're not there. Yeah. Like if you leave a place and go back, it feels like things have happened there and people's lives have gone on. And like that Cyberpunk 2020 world, I guess 2077 for this thing is like such a thing where like that would be such a good part of that like keep me keeping that world alive and buzzing is like what's gonna make that game go and like a lot of games like this kind of suck because they feel like inert when you're not present but i feel like this yeah. game is gonna pull that off in a really good way because the witcher the witcher 3 is probably my favorite video game speaking of made. inert this podcast has gone almost <laughs> this is gonna be the one that does us in this is I gonna will, be the dark episode i will say the drop uh, off <laughs> the, the one thing that i did not like too much about the witcher is i like what they're going for it's truly role-playing where you're role-playing as a character Geralt of rivia this one you totally design your character yeah that i mean that can be fun which but is I'm, cool yeah, i mean that, that that gets more towards like you know they're adapting from a tabletop versus adapting from a series of novels yeah all in 
that's it. Yeah, I'm super into that game. Cool. Cyberpunk 27 wins Xbox. What a tough competition that was. Um, okay, so guys, I've been looking at our winners. Uh, I want to list them off from each. We've got Anthem from EA, Wolfenstein DLC from Bethesda. That's a real slap in the face of Fallout <laughs> 76. Bethesda. We've got Ubisoft with uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. We've got Square Enix with Kingdom Hearts 3. We've got Sony with Last of Us 2. Nintendo with Mario Party and Xbox with Cyberpunk 27.7. I think those last three are the real contenders between Last of Us 2, Mario Party, and Cyberpunk, right? Yeah, I think so. So, um, this is where I wish we'd done a point system because I don't know how we decide now. Well, let's each rank them all one through three and see who gets the least points. And least points is wins. possible to give all of mine to Cyberpunk 2077? Okay, so we know what Michael's vote so is, Cyberpunk. One for Cyberpunk. Then what are you, what are you more interested in? Uh, mine is definitely Last of Us Part 2. All right, mine's, mine's probably Cyberpunk 1. All right, so Cyberpunk wins. Wow, Michael called it at the top of the show. Cyberpunk 2077. Wow, I wrote it down on this piece of paper so you know it's real. Um, and we're going to hang that up and frame it and put it on Griffin's wall so you can look at it every day until the game the first comes first ever out. E3 episode. And guys, this is the first ever E3 breakdown. I promise next year we'll do something better. We'll have a better system. Yeah, we'll have thought of <laughs> something. Um, <laughs> you guys won't be back. This was the end <laughs> for anyone listening. Griffin, shut up. We're going to be fine. It's a, This episode was better than you think it was, um, but worse than other ones. Um, <laughs> and that's on us, not on our wonderful guest. But anyways, um, speaking of a wonderful so. guest, Michael, where can the people find you if they want to if they want to follow up with you after this disaster? Uh, yeah, yeah. If they want to get yelled at more. If you're in L.A., you want to come to the Pack Theater every second Sunday. I'm on a sketch team called Detention. Someone's going to shoot you. Uh, <laughs> Griffin and I do a uh, we're on a video team called Dad's New Apartment. New videos coming soon. Check it out. Dropping uh, soon. I post a lot of individual things I do on stage on my Facebook, so friend me on Facebook, Michael Goldenberg. Psychopath. Uh, fuck all of you. Uh, your parents' lives would be infinitely better without you. And uh, that's it. Well, that sounds mathematically accurate. I'm the I am the positive one. <laughs> okay, cool. So that's Griffin's thing. Um, Griffin, do you want to actually plug your shit? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, or do Twitter. You just want know you're the positive one. Shut up, Griffin, at Twitter and Game Boys Pod on Instagram. Please follow us on the Instagram. It's blowing up. Yeah, the Instagram's blowing up. So is the Facebook page a little bit. So look at us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Game Boys Pod. I follow them both. Every Tuesday night, we've been streaming games. So Tuesday night, late night, come check out the Game Boys Twitch stream. Yeah, we're trying to get that baby, bad boy off the ground, that, that bad, bad baby boy. Um, I'm Lux. You know that. You can find me at on Twitter at ML Surfboard. You can find the Wisecrack videos at YouTube, uh, search Wisecrack, or just go to youtube.com slash Wisecrack. I believe that should work. You can find the wrestling stuff at Party World Wrestling on Facebook. The last by the time you hear this, our next show will have happened, so assuming it probably went really well, and you can find the archive of that on twitch.com. And uh, there's pranks at not even a show on YouTube, but otherwise, that's about it. Um, so yeah, but most importantly, make sure you look at the show, give it a five-star review on iTunes, and give us some nice words in your in your rating review. And uh, add us on Facebook and on Instagram, Game Boys Pod. And that will be it. Boys, thank you so much for coming in and doing this show. Thank you, Michael Goldenberg. Um, my name is Lux. I'm your host. Your co-host is Griffin Davis. Your guest is Michael Goldenberg. You're edited by Haley Clement. Your intro and outro music by Matthew Morton. And your artist by Brittany Metz. Thank you very much, Internet. We love you very much. We do love you. We promise. We, we love you. Michael, Michael maybe doesn't, but we do. I thought you were going to do like E3. Like the way you did. It's great. Wow. <laughs>